my beautiful friend. I love that. I love that introduction. I am so happy just that you're take here. I'm going to take that. You're really busy. And there are some, you're just doing so much that I had to bring you on. And I know it was so hard. Um, and you know what? The worst part is that it's hard and she is really my friend. And it's, I think it's double. It's double work for me. Yeah. It's yeah. like friend check. Wait a second. We I'll get back to you. No, I'm like I need you on my podcast, Queen. Oh, thank you. But but you know we were um how how many months have you been planning doing this? I, Listen, like a long time. Like four months. Four months, right? But guess what I believe? I believe is the right timing is now. There's never I give there's you never a, better than the now. I give that to <laughs> I give that to you. And I've learned that from you. Things happen when they're supposed to happen. Yeah, everything happens for a reason. So Judy Veras Bueno. Yes, they got my Claudia I know. Talk to me. What I mean, give us the list, but what's on the top of the list? Well, like you said, there's so many things going right. on, all great things, right? Um, the first thing is, you know, growing my, my coaching practice. Okay. Um, and I have to say thanks to you, really. I, I wanted to say it uh, publicly uh, because you, I don't know, people don't know that when I opened my practice, right. my audience was very, you um, Blanca, no tenía Latinos. And you were my first. Yo fui la primera Latina. Sí, totalmente. Do you remember that? I remember <laughs> that porque yo hablé contigo y tú me dijiste, yo quiero que tú sepas <laughs> que tú eres la primera Latina que yo tengo como cliente. Yeah, I remember and that. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm touched. <laughs> okay. And, and it wasn't no for any reason. It just happened that way. Um, and then I remember when you said, oh, my God, we need you so badly in, in real estate. And that's how uh, it's, real estate became my niche because yes. of that. It, I'm, I'm so happy you did it because I always told you, like, I don't know, for one minute there you doubted it. And I was like, are you kidding me? Well, the thing I ask you, like, why, why do you think they, they need me so badly? They have a lot of coaching. You know, they're already, you know, kind of doing their things. And you remember what I said? I remember where you said, well, the type of coaching that you do is very different. It is different. So how is it different, Claudia well, Noah? You have to know. <laughs> you have to first, you have to uh, let free that little girl inside. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing that I... Um, definitely always a tribute to you the this, healing of the inner child yes taking care of that little girl inside yeah. and this is the thing judy i've been in coaching for a long time i've done like you know tom ferry i'm in elite coaches he's number one coach like and top coaches boo and, i know yeah you know and i still <laughs> i i still am coaching right now with different coaches but this is different because i had to understand how I was feeling inside yeah. before I could get all those things rolling, right? Like, I want to be a number one agent, but <laughs> the number one agent had a very sad little girl inside. Yeah, and, and the thing, here's the deal. The deal is that, and you know, you were totally right, 100%, because at the beginning it's like, 
how do they need me in that industry, right? Yeah. And you say, we do need you because we do have the, you know, the business plan, we have the goals, we have, we know what to do, it's a numbers game, we know how many calls we need to do, but the problem is the fear behind it, you yes. know, the fear of rejection, the fear of exposing yourself, and, and so, like, so many fears, right? I can't wait for you to... So, you know, you have different coaches for different things, right? And this is the magic here that I want to make sure that everyone understands. So I can't wait to introduce you to my new business coach, which is Veronica Figueroa. Mm. Looking forward to because, Veronica. Yes, because it is completely different. And now I understand even more when she said to me once, and this was maybe two years ago, it's a different type of coaching. It is. It's very different. And the same thing with you. It was totally different, right? In order for me to move on from my business and get those goals together, I really needed to heal that inner child. It is. And what people don't understand is, you know, like I get a lot of uh, questions and, you know, they ask, you know, but that happened so many years ago, you know, 20 years yes. ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. But here's the deal. The deal is that, you know, all 90% of the things we do, and, and I want you guys to hear this, this is important. 90% of the things we do is usually from the subconscious, right? 90% of our decisions come from the subconscious mind. Yes, and the subconscious mind is rational. It's a the rational mind. It's not like the logic mind that you totally, you know, the logic mind is a problem solving, but the subconscious is not. Right. And so if we have any traumas from the past, you know, childhood traumas during your teenage year, those things we carry because the subconscious doesn't know the difference in between present moment and pass. Exactly. It doesn't have that differentiation. If you get triggered by something, let's say that there's a fear of rejection and you get triggered by that fear, you know, that fear is based on what is called a reference point. A reference point is an experience that happened in the past. And it happened like this, you know, like it's not, you don't get up out of your bed thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to think of, no, you don't. People, the majority of people say, well, I don't dwell in the past, but it's not about dwelling. It's about a programming that is, that is running and it gets triggered. And right? sometimes we do want to just push these emotions down. And yeah. hide them because yeah. we've been taught that it's better. Yes, if we and, put it away. And, and you know, I have to say, you know, I'm, I've been working with Latinas now. You know, when I started working with you, it was kind of like a nonstop, right? Like the majority of my clients right now are. What Latinas. happened? I brought you the flood. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to say that I brought you the flood of the I, Latinas? I have to, I think I so. have to say you, you did. You you make me see something you know of the need in our own communities oh my god right? you did the same for me though <laughs> you, did what, the, you did the same for me that's the spirit of collaboration right yes. over competition and that's so important right absolutely to help our community to help each other grow i think that is so important and so what i see in latinas is like this this need to self-sacrifice like to put yourself in yes. a back burner to take care of your family your kids your partner your friends everybody and their mother and guess what that's all good but what about you like if you fall apart like the woman 
women's are the glue that keeps our society together. And if you... Amen. Fucking amen. Can I say that? Absolutely. (laughs) You can say whatever the fuck you want here. (laughs) Awesome. So the idea is that, you know, women's, we need to understand that we need to start investing in ourselves. Yes. We invest in our businesses. We invest in our, you know, uh, homes. We invest in our kids and our partner. Our cars. Our cars, everything. But then the majority of women's are leaving themselves for last. And now, you know, they leave it, uh, you know, they're doing like, that's the interesting thing. Like I work with so many go-getters, like right. drivers, warrior women. I yes. love that. I really love them. Uh, but you know, when they come to me, it's like that sense of overwhelmness, like being overwhelmed, and and not knowing when to be, where to begin. Like where do I? Why do I feel this way? Right. You know, it's like I have achieved so much, but I'm right. still feeling this. Why way, Why do right? I feel this way? Exactly. Which was your question? Right? I remember. I'm like. I'm doing better every year. I do even more. And I mean, you know, for me, I have to say it's never enough. But (laughs) But that's a need for girl, though. That's different. Yes. (laughs) But it was always like I was missing something. Yes, there was. Right. So then, of course, we got connected and we did a lot of work. We did. And that was very in-depth work. Yeah. You know, it's, it's something that had to be done. Yeah. It, uh, I remember one thing you say during the conference, uh, Claudia did this amazing event. I am so proud of you. Like, I am so proud of you because when we start working, that was one of the things that you said. Say, I want to do this event. I want to, yes. you know, bring... Uh, women together women together build a community empowerment all these things and i'm like yeah, it's gonna happen you know everything at the right time it's gonna it's gonna happen i'm like no i run it now <laughs> <laughs> i remember um and it's so beautiful what you have built oh, thank uh, you. me being there as part of that thank event. you for being part of that event. yes uh, it was beautiful like speaking for our community you know giving them resources to grow yeah. i think is that's what we need to do right i think that as latinas we, we definitely need the support and you know what a lot of us don't say this all the time but there is this i want to say barrier like of helping each other yeah that judy we need to stop that shit. It's like, instead of helping each other, it's always like, oh, yeah, I'm better. It's like that. Or, you know, like, <laughs> I call it the... And what I the have, hell is that shit? I have, I have, uh, I, this is what I have heard some people call this the mean girl syndrome, right? And it's sort of like... I don't know. I think we're on a, we're one step more, we're two steps more than the mean girl syndrome. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Um, but what I see is, you know, you remember when we were doing the work, when we talked about the human needs, right? We have yes. needs. We have this need for significance. Yes. The, which is the need to feel important, to feel that I matter, that I'm not invisible, right? right. And so when that need for uh, significance is extremely high in some people, then they want the spotlight. They want it to be about themselves. But it is a normal need. Right. Want to be, want it to be seen, right? And also that's the need for belonging, the need for love, yes? But then when these needs are so high that we don't, like, we get triggered. Let's say that somebody is doing great and somehow... uh, Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah. I think we need to talk about that. (laughs) Let's talk about that. Right? Because I know, I've seen it all the time, like, it's hard for someone to say, hey, she's doing great. It is. And clapping for her. 
mm-hmm. and showing up for your friend. Yeah. Well, there's that's that thing for significance is there, but it's also this. I think this. If I always say that the people that you surround yourself with, yes, you become like them, right? They influence your life. So you have to very care, be very careful on like the five people that are closer to you, who they are. Yeah. Yes. Um, because if you feel like if you have a dream, but you're not able to fulfill that dream for whatever reason, any fear you might have, fear of failure, rejection, whatever it is, yeah. when somebody is able to fulfill that dream, that kind of look like what you would like to do there is that sense of like jealousy and the sense of you know and i think that is something that in our community happens a lot yes do you think that it's more i wouldn't say that it's more or not but i see because of you know um okay so let me just bring this to you for example i mentioned this to you at my event you know i knew when I was planning my event, that there were some people that I needed to highlight at my event. Yes. Thank you. I was one of them. (laughs) I was so proud. (laughs) You were one of them. And that's just exactly it. Because you need to step back and say, it's okay for me to clap for you. Yes. And be able to give you the stage. Or hold a space for you, right? Do yes. Hold it, holding but we a space all have for each some other. time, yes. right? So why the, I don't see that a lot between the Latinas, the support. Mm. Part of it, I believe, is, again, is like, it also have to do with maturity. Yeah. Like, in order for you to help each other and cooperate and understand that if you are growing, you know, that doesn't mean that... It, it, it's actually better if I see you grow because you can serve as a blueprint for me to grow with you. Okay, but that's not what we're raised. Exactly. It's, thinking. It's, it's it, this idea of like, if somebody's doing better than that makes me realize how mediocre or inadequate I am. And right. it, it goes back to my need for significance, for my lack of confidence, my lack of self-worth. So when somebody is... Do you think that that's in general with all Latinos, uh, or is it something that you see more in women? I, you know, I, women might not like this, okay? But I see that more in women than anything else. I, I, I um, agree, I, and, see it, I see it more in women. And, 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 in, and in, in the corporate arena, even more. It's yes. like this, this competition is, is like, you know, it, it, there's no trust. They're like this need to, you know, step on you in order for me to grow. Yeah. And I think that's hindering our community because other communities there, you see there, like if you look at us as a community, Latinos in general, we're growing so fast, especially women's in business entrepreneur. We are one of the fastest growing, um, market of any ethnicity women's latina women's we're opening businesses every day yes but there is this lack of um collaboration i mean i think it's changing because Mm -hmm. um especially with this type of thing the podcasting and blogging and things like that we are talking about these things now and and it's important that we do because when we compete instead of collaborate, then we are missing out. Because for instance, 
you know, there, we did a lot of work together, yes? Like, yes. You, we work on your personal stuff and your inner child. But you, I also learned so much from you. You coached me through business. I remember coming in into your office and doing a business plan that was like, what, two years ago? Yes. And after that, I mean, part of me being so busy is because you had helped me. <laughs> oh, my you know? God. Um, and so you should be very proud for that because you're a great well, mentor, too. You. But the idea is, is that if I help you grow, yeah. all I can do is grow with you, right? Exactly. And, and we need to move away from the pettiness of like taking things personally and being uh, somehow uh, resentful of somebody who's growing. Yeah. Um, because it's just as a community is not going to help us. I, I We're not going to grow. I think that everything um, is a lot more difficult. Tell me, you saw the article and you saw the video that I did about that article. I actually read, I have the article on my phone. I was reading, uh, coming here. What are your comments? Oh my God. It's, Go ahead. It's, Unleash. <laughs> Unleash. <laughs> so, you know, How do like you feel? working with uh, the Latino community, especially women's, it made me realize, really, I gained a whole new respect for women's, for Latinas, for us, including myself. Yes. Right? Because there is this stereotype about Latinas, right? That is either, you know, you we're are... We're too loud. We're too loud. We're too spicy. <laughs> we're too passionate. And guess what? You know, we're, we're too, too passionate, boo. Maybe we are. <laughs> I take it's that. It's okay. But I don't, I don't see that as a problem. But... You know, we need to be careful that those type of stereotype is not uh, shadowing our, you know, how smart we are, how strong we are, how resilient we are. I mean, we have this sense of like, we're not afraid of work. We right. are working hard every fucking day of our lives and we love it. And you know why is that? Um, it's because when we come here, right? I know that you were born here, but I wasn't. But you came here. You yeah, know, I came ahead. here, and, and your parents did, too. Absolutely. And they sacrificed everything uh, for you to do what you were able to do today. Right. You see, so the idea is when we come from our country, we leave everything. People don't understand. People that are not in, a, in our uh, community don't understand the sacrifice that we have to do to be here. Because we leave our countries not because we don't like it. We love our countries, but it's because we want, we believe in the American dream. Right. Like, and the, the opportunity. That everybody that is yeah. equal, that everybody, you know, have an opportunity. But here's the deal. The deal is, is that the, the other stereotype is like immigrant as a taker. Like, oh, you come and you take. Fuck now. Yeah. We come and we're giving every here every every blood we're given to this country and that's because we choose to and and yes the country is also giving back to us it's an exchange yeah but we are putting so much into it into the economy of this country to the united states of america i mean now they you know they were i don't remember the source but they were saying that if we were, were a country, we're, we would be the fifth largest economy, Latinos in the United States. That's how big we are. But then we are underrepresented. So, yeah. Every, in every aspect, we are underrepresented. And I was looking at the statistic on, your, on the article that you yes. were citing. I think it was Forbes, right? It was Forbes, yeah. And they were saying that, you know, m women's more than men. 
are underrepresented. Yes. We're like, you know, executive. Um, so forget about being Latina or not. Women are still yes, but but more yes. like Latina yes. women are underrepresented, and the the problem with that is, you know, people would say, well, what's the challenge with that? Well, the challenge with that is, is when you go in, in the media and you have these stereotypes of what they're putting out there, the image of the Latina or the Latino, um, like what you're supposed to look like, how yes. you're supposed to sound like, right? Then when our kids, you know, our kids are being born here and they watch that and they, they might feel ashamed of where they come from, who they are, you know? And so we need to change that stereotypical idea of Latino, Latina, who we are as a community, as individual, right? Mm-hmm. And working with uh, all these amazing women, I realized that we have a responsibility. You've like, always said that to me. You said that to me. Like, Claudia, you have a responsibility. We have a responsibility. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Judy? Well, I'm talking about this. This is what I'm talking about. We can fucking complain all we want. Yes? yes. We can say we are discriminated. We're not taken into consideration, blah, blah, blah. Right. But my question is, you know, what are we doing about it? Exactly. You know, like, what are we doing about that? Are we? Because my thing is, if you're not happy with something, but you fucking do something about it. Like you need to do something about it. You really, Otherwise, don't complain. Right. No, okay? I, I have to say that from our conversations, there's a lot of things that I've been changing and like, okay, how that, I'm not happy about that. So how can I change it? What am I doing? Well, first of all, doing this, like yes. this type of uh, podcast and, and blogging and articles and books, Books are amazing. That that's that's. I have a, a, a passion for books. So do I. It, it saved my life, really. Yeah. As a child, you know, when my father died, I was seven. Um, from seven to thirteen, it I would say from seven to sixteen it was pretty difficult for yeah. me. Um, and books actually helped me. I remember reading The Alchemist, right? Yes, that's an amazing book. It came out in nineteen eighty-eight. Uh, Paulo Coelho, which is one of the like brilliant brilliant author um and it, it gave me the ability to dream it right. gave me the ability to explore and to know that there was you possible know, possibilities and so when i say you know we can complain but the deal is that we need to do something about it so when i realized you know that our community were underserved and i work with you i said you know what and I, I remember I told you this. You said. We need to work more with our community, really, yeah. Claudia. I didn't even see it then when we had the conversation. Yeah. But soon after, I yeah. understood, like, what am I doing to help and contribute? And ever yeah. since then, yeah. Because, look, I am a coach, right? And a very different coach from, like, all the business coaches. And we yeah. already talked about that, yes. And, and so I realized that there was a need because how many coaches, like women's, Latina, uh, like me, yes. Hispanic, like do you have? How many? Like you can, you know, on the specific thing that I do. Right. Like how many you have up there? Well, guess what? We don't have enough. We need to train this, um, you know, new generation in order to do things like that. But also when it comes to underrepresentation, I'm like, mm, what can we like? What can I do as an individual 
to help. And that's part of my project that is coming. Yes. Uh, you're the first one they're going to know. I mean, we did have a, a live event. And we you had a little about soft a live. Little soft, yes. Yeah, a little soft, but, but yes. So one tell of the things that I, I decided, yeah, because I think it was, you know, when you go into your comfort zone, and you're mm-hmm. going to a little You were comfortable. I was very comfortable. I, I was, you know, seeing my, my clients one-on-one, and it was great. Before the pandemic, I did what it, uh, I call healing circles. Yes. And so that was oh, a I, lot. <laughs> yeah. You remember, that was a lot. It was everywhere. Every week, I was like somewhere. Yes. Um, and then when the pandemic hit, I was doing it online. We were doing lives. Yes, we were doing lives, too. Um, but then it got up to a point that it, I was burning out and I needed a break. And so I took that break. And I think I got very comfortable in my little cocoon, yes. You did. And, and then it was like, <laughs> you know, you need to get out of the cave. You need to get out of there. And that's when you said, you know, Judy, you should be doing more speaking, really. So I started doing more speaking. Yes. Now I'm, I'm being speaking like at the NARA events, yes. uh, different, um, you know, groups, Latino groups. This is basically, I want to be part more of that com- of our community. And so that's one of the things that I'm doing more now is speaking. And you Estaba will see. Estaba Judy hablando en español. Yo te vi hablando en español en Connecticut. Sí. <laughs> <laughs> Ahí se me fueron una mala palabra y de todo. <risa> un reguero dominicano, y cuando yo dije que yo era dominicana, Ajá. se fue abajo, digo yo, ¿y de dónde salieron toda esta yep, gente? Ahí fue que ella enseñó, ahí fue, true colors. ahí está, coño, mira, ahí, de que no se puede, no. se le sale de una vez, that's el it. Um, So that's one of the part of my projects, I'm doing more of that now, um, and also, I, I, I was... I wanted to do all this thing. I wanted to publish more books, right? I'm writing two books. Yes, because you I'm, already have a beautiful book. I do. The, yeah, thank you. The Becoming of a Light Warrior. That yes. it took me... Here's what I realized. For me to get that book, it took me three years. And yeah. so much resources. It, that was insane. And then I was thinking, you know, we're underrepresented. There's not enough authors out there, Latinos author. Like, what can I do to bridge the gap? Like, to, okay. you know, to help. And so I was Because I've even said to you, I want to write a book. I know, I know. And, you, and I think that you need to. And I, I'm going to be there, like, uh, coach. So this is what I've heard. It's a lot... And it's expensive, and I mean, it's, by the time you start, I started inquiring about it, it was like, oh God, do I, do I really need to do this? <laughs> like, I already have this, you know, my baby of the, you know, claim your throne queen, which you know that we added the queen, Amazing, you know? Yes. Um, and then I looked into the books and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do that this year, so... So what happened is, is yes, it can become really expensive if you, if you don't have, like, if you don't understand what to do, if you have, don't okay. have the understanding, the resources, in terms of the people, the right people to help you, editors, right? Because you need editors, you need a graphic designer, you need yes. a marketing campaign. You need a you team. You know, you can write you a need- book, but you <laughs> yeah, actually yes. need a team. Uh, to make it work. And so I listen to you. I do listen to you. You listen to I me. I do listen to I you. I just give her a lot of homework. I, I, she does. <laughs> and she said, well, how, how can we do this? Like, what are you doing about this? You already wrote a book. 
Like what? What are we yeah. doing? So I was um, I was looking to partner with with somebody who can help me creating a structure for this, and I've been you know looking for the last three years, wow. and I think I've finally found the right people yes. to partner with. This is two amazing women. It's a mom and daughter. Uh, they opened their business, their publishing business. Um, I will say uh, it's a multimedia marketing okay. and 2020 during the pandemic. And this women, it just, they, it's a movement. They're like global. They are. I love it. They uh, opened through the pandemic. Yes. it's so. Doesn't that just say everything? It, it's these warriors, these warrior women. And guess what? They have Latino background. Okay. Um, and so they have. How many books have they published? I think it's so far 12, don't quote me on that. Um, it's She Rises Studios. Um, she Rises? She Rises. Wow. It's like she, okay. she, she rises. rises. Got it. Right? Um, and so I met them in September, and we heated up. She, Hannah Oliva, invited me to her podcast. I, I was guest. We love it. We had a lot of fun doing it. Um, and then we met in California. She invited me to go there and just learning from each other. Okay. And, and then we said, you know, how can we collaborate? How can we create something? And I said, well, I really want to do something for, for the Latino community. How? Because we are underrepresented. We have so many right. amazing stories. Tribal women's. You know, when you write a book, it's not just, yes, it does establish you as an expert in your field. Right? right? That was the first thing I, I did. I feel that. It does. It's the first thing I did when I started my career as a coach. I wrote my book because okay. it does give you a sense of um, you know what you're talking about, right? Like you wrote a book. You must know where you, you must know what yeah. you're talking about, right? Because right? like my book is like what? Like 200 something pages. So I have something to say. Um, but what it did to me. It's the intangible, right? The credibility, the ability to take my message to uh, different channels, different media, TV, um, you know, radio, uh, magazines, everywhere. Yes. Yes, because so, you've done all this already. I yes. saw you do it with your book. Exactly. So I was everywhere on ABC, on Telemundo, everywhere. And the thing is, is that the, it gives you the ability to spread your message and tell people, I'm serious about this. I'm right. serious about because it does take, you know, work and it does take resources. Right. So I decided we are working right now on the technicalities, mm -hmm. legalities, building the website, building everything. But we are launching, officially launching in March, Women's uh, Month. Of course, I was going to say in March, of course, that's my month. Yes. And, <laughs> and I'm so excited because we have it all. We have the ability to publish books, right? Uh, we're a publisher. Uh, we I'm recording my first podcast um, on the next week. Okay. Right to launch that. Wow. Um, we have magazines. We have a TV channel. I mean, we have it all, and so it is. Oh my God! Uh, it's, this it's, is exciting. Yes, and I already created the Instagram account that she rises Latina, uh, and it's the ability. To, we have to give our people a voice, and you know, one of the things that I realize is also, nosotros los Latinos tenemos que empezar a entender que nosotros. We need to tell our stories. We, we are allowing other people to tell our stories. And those other people, they might not understand our stories, right? Okay. So 
we need to be able to take control of our narrative, to change the narrative. Okay. Because what's yes. the narrative right now? Immigrants are taker. Uh, they come here. They take your jobs. They or they a lot of in welfare or things like that. Oh, they they're less. Or, or they're not educated. They, they do things for less. All those you know? stereotypes. Yes, exactly. That. And so we need to change the narrative because I here's the honest truth, and I'm going to confess here, is that me working with all these women and see what they're capable of doing and what they're doing. Yes. Women like yourself, women like Michelle Fermin, uh, women like Kathy in, in, in Connecticut, women, yes. you know, like all these amazing women, you know, um, Nelly Soto, who is like the first president of the National Association for Real Estate. Um, mm. I believe we're in the Northeast. If I'm missed, just forgive me. <laughs> Find out Nelly Soto. But we remember amazing. her. You know what I mean? For me, it was re-educating myself on what it is that we're doing because what are the the you know the avatar that we see on TV right. that exactly. represent us? Exactly. You know, are those accurate? Guess what? They're not. They're not accurate. Right? Because we are not takers, we're givers. We are mm. drivers, we are warriors, we work so hard. Yeah, you and know? we are powerful. We are we're powerful. fucking powerful and, and we have no idea. So we need to take control of our narratives and tell a story, but tell the story how it is, right? Accurate, right? right? The struggles. It's not easy. You see that idea of like everybody have the same opportunity. It's bullshit. That's babe. bullshit. Yeah, it totally you, is. We create. We create it. There you go. We, we create. Nobody come and give us any day for yes. free. We create. We our create opportunities. the opportunities, and we need to be proud of that. And so we need to change the narrative. And I want to be part of that change, right? Because I had complained for so long and I'm like, okay, Judy, what is it that you tell your clients? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And right. guess what, Claudia? You know, I'm already busy with my coaching practice. I do group coaching. I coach uh, the majority of my clients are real estate agents, yeah. right? Mortgage people, title people, all this in the industry, in the real estate industry, yes. And I do blogging too, so I write. Um, I'm, I'm speaking all over the place. So it's not like I have free time to do this, right? I totally get it. <laughs> so it's like is, I need to make it work. This is your baby. Very, very excited. We're looking for the venue. When we get all the details, yes. um, you know, we will promote it. But the idea is I want to tell everybody to, you know, I have in mind this day, uh, March 24th. That's mm -hmm. the date I want to launch. So save the day, everyone. Okay, that's um, good. March 24th. Keep it posted because I want It's a lot of cosas like, okay, we want to have a voice, yes? But it's that idea of cooperation. Like, I need your help. I need everybody's help to make it work. Yes. Right? Of course. So uh, there is this thing when you were saying before, this sort of competition, like, I remember <laughs> when I started writing my book. Oh, I knew what you're going to say. Yes. Mira. Cuando okay. Yo empecé a Vamos a hablar de eso libro, ahora. 
¿Qué, ¿Qué tú crees? Yo no fue ni una ni dos gente que me preguntó. Y un libro. ¿Y, y de ¿Y qué tú quién tú te crees que tú eres? ¿Y quién te dio? Adiós, pero una señora, ella tan nice, right? Tan linda. Me dice, ¿y quién te dio la autoridad? Wow. Piensa eso, like, who gave you the authority? I guess because she see me, like, this little cibaeñita, chiquita, you know, it's like, tú sabes lo que yo le dije de adiós, Dios, el que me puso en esta tierra, porque no adiós la autoridad, usted sabe, I mean, <laughs> hágame el favor. <laughs> and, and so the idea is that we need to, if we're able to do so much, if we're able to produce so much, then we need to be able to control our narrative and our stories and how we want to portray it ourselves, not just for us. We have a responsibility to our kids, yes. right? And that's one of the things. So I'm putting together a few anthologies right now. So an anthology is basically a collection of authors and stories. And so I'm looking awesome. for 20 women's. Oh, boy. <laughs> 20 women's uh, in real estate. Because I want you to tell your story. Like, I wanted to, like, women's in real estate who are killing it. Yeah. Regardless of the market changes. Yes. Because right now, you can, you know, the people who are being in real estate, they know that they, they know. this, this, this is, is part of the game. This is part of it. You know, this yes. is a wave. You have to stick to it. Yeah. So the idea is um, that I want these women to tell their story of, like, what their secret is, how they do it. Yeah. Right, because we do need to help each other. And so, if I tell my story, let's say that you read something about, I don't know, Michelle Fermi, who is in mm -hmm. Boston and she's one of my clients too, then you can learn something that she's doing that maybe you don't know. Absolutely. And vice versa. And that's the type of cooperation that we need. So, I'm, I'm putting that ontology out. We're working on all the details, but I'm looking for 20 women. If you're one of those women and here, that's it's a it. Deal, Reach out. Okay. There's a deal, Ben. Okay, right? <laughs> there's a deal here. Not everybody. <laughs> it, it, it's a criteria, and the criteria is that first of all, you have to, and, and I think that's not. It's not. It's not gonna be um, difficult for us immigrants because we all have a, an amazing story to tell. Story of struggle. Yeah. Story of trauma. Story of sadness, but a story of victories. We have Story a of lot strength of, and, and that's power. I think that that's it. We need to start showing that we do have a lot of victory stories. Yes, yes, and we need to start showcasing those. Absolutely. So if you're one of those women in real estate, and even if you haven't even thought about writing of being part of a book, I want you to start thinking about that because it's an, first of all, it's an opportunity to grow, mm -hmm. to expose yourself, to gain cre uh, credibility. Uh, to establish yourself in your field specifically, even if you have a team and you want your team, sure, uh, the an, an anthology for your team. That is well, amazing, right? Right, amazing. Totally. And the thing is, Judy, that you did this yourself. So what you are trying to do here, I did it. What myself. you will do, you did it yourself. I did, I did it myself. Uh, when I started writing my book. It, I just, I have my manuscript, right? right? That I, it's, I had the book ready. 
And it took me three years to publish because first of all, was oh, the, let's talk about this. What's the deal of like <laughs> editors? Yes. Right? So the thing is that the way I think Latinos, Latinas, we have this kind of flavor. Right, mm -hmm. we have eh, como un sazón ahí, mm -hmm. ¿verdad? Yeah. Tú pegas un merengue ahí y ahí no tengo yo que pararme a bailar. Yo voy a estar bailando en la silla. Yeah, yo creo que los latinos son la única gente que bailan en la silla. <laughs> right? So we have a way to express, yes. a way to speak um, that is very unique to us. Mm -hmm. We're very joyful people. We're very happy. We are very celebratory. We love to celebrate stuff. So the way I write right it's the same way i speak and i have you know i remember i sent my manuscript to, to this famous editor right she has worked with novels and they told me she's the best she's so the like, best great i want okay. the best right so it was oh be careful what you ask for right right oh my god um this lady she sent me this email very very condescending she have all these comments of like, first of all, changing, you know, like, you shouldn't be saying this, or you shouldn't be saying that, and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, what I do is like, I gave her a call. Okay. Right? Because I don't like to hide be behind an email. I gave oh, her a fucking call, like, you know, and I was very, very gracious. And I say, well, thank you so much for, you know, looking at my script and my manuscript. I appreciate it. Um, but, you know, you sent me an email. Can you really explain your, like, could you explain yourself? Because I'm not getting it, right? Like, what was, like, what are you really trying to tell me? Like, just be honest. <laughs> okay. And you know what this woman said? She said, well, you shouldn't be writing. Wow. I'm like, I respect your opinion, babe. <laughs> right? Uh, but now, like, can you tell me specifically what it is that, that is so bad that you think I should not be writing? And, right. and, and, and this is what she said. And I'm so grateful to myself for making that call. Oh, God. She said, well, the thing is that your book is not a novel. It's a conversation. And I'm like, and you are the best of this thing, right? Like, nobody's better than you. Right. And she's like, well, that's what they say. <laughs> I said, you have given me the best compliment. Because guess what? I'm not writing a novel. Yeah, now I'm going to go do really. <laughs> I'm writing a conversation. I want when my readers read what I'm writing, I want them to feel that they're like I'm there with them. Right. Like they're talking to me. Okay. I want to make this shit real. I wanted to make it real. I wanted to have an actual conversation with my audience, with my readers. And so you have given me the best compliment. I'm going to send you your payment and thank you so much. That's it. Be done with and it. And that's it. Be done with it. I went through at least 10 to 12 editors. Um, wow. I, I started with trying eight. And then after that, I, you know, uh, after they're like, well, I found the person, <laughs> but it was so hard because here's what I found. It's like, they're not used to the certain things, yeah. our, certain cultural elements, right? right? So and, we need to create that place for and us. And so we need to create the place where we have our platform, where we can write a story in the way that makes sense to me, in the way that makes sense. Like, you read my book, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> 
I just felt like I was talking to you. There you go. Right? So if I would have listened to that lady, what would have happened? You know what? It's not going to be for everyone, but we do need a place for us. We do. We need a place for us. And so you that's, feel at home. Where you feel at home, where you feel comfortable, where you feel heard, where you feel like you can express, you can, you know, yo siempre digo que hablo cuatro idiomas, right? Uh, English, Español, Spanglish, and Cibaeño. Oh, shoot. Okay. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> I speak, I speak four languages, uh, English, Spanish, Spanglish, and Cibaeño. Cibaeño es de sitio de donde yo vengo, right? Colai. <laughs> Colai. Um, <laughs> and so that's the other thing. It's like we're trying to be so proper. And the thing is, is that it is a reality that, for instance, Spanglish it's just the way, that's the way we express. Yes. Like me and you, yes, you speak we, English. It's like we, we do Spanish, it all the time. And we, we just sort of somehow just switch. And it's a natural thing. It's part of who we are. And this is what's happening in our homes, too. We're constantly yeah. switching back and forth, right? So this is a reality. And so we need to embrace those things instead of trying to, oh, well, that we're killing the, the language. No, we're not. We are adapting something so that we can use it. It makes sense to us, to Latinos yeah. who live in the United States, right? Because los Latinos que viven aquí en los Estados Unidos son diferentes a los Latinos de Latinoamérica. Seguro que sí. Okay? Porque mm -hmm. por, por todo, porque venimos aquí, no tenemos que adaptar a ciertas cosas al lenguaje, al idioma, la cultura. So, of course, we're not going to be the same. And so we're unique in that sense. And I think we have to embrace those uniqueness. Embrace it instead of trying to change it. No, don't. And, and don't feel like you're less because of it. Right? I hear you. Like, I, I am pretty uh, educated, uh, professional. Yeah. I mean... But you're I, not going to stop being who you are. But yo no voy a dejar de decir mi y porque no suena como muy elegante. You know, like... El que no le guste. Que se mude. O sea, <laughs> a pese de ahí, okay? A pese, because it's just not... This is This, this is, is Judy for you. This is Judy for you. You know what I mean? And so the idea is that we need to embrace ourselves, our uh, uniqueness, our gift, our... Um, you know, love for life. We yeah. have a zest for life. We love life. I mean, anoche fuimos, uh, we went to this event, the Latino see, for Real Estate. The Latinos of Real Estate. And, you know, like, when you see that it is an, a Latino networking event, uh -huh. you can tell the difference. <laughs> you totally you can tell, tell the I difference. mean, I have to go to my chiropractor this morning to get adjusted because all the dancing I did. <laughs> and I wasn't wearing high heels. You Yes. You know, and so it's, it's the way we conduct business is different. The way we relate with one another is very different. We bring the heart. We're very warm people. We're very embracing. We want everybody to feel good, to feel welcome. Yeah. Yes. And so there is so much we have to give. And There's, we need to create the, la plataforma. La plataforma es que hay que crear. Que, que nos permita compartir mm -hmm. todo eso, nuestros valores, nuestro mensaje. Like we have so much to give. And so I'm, this is like, like I say, it's not like I have extra time. Uh, right. But we're working really hard, um, you know, to get there, um, to be able to create this space where like we can publish our uh, women's, our people. Um, you know, anthologies, solo books, biographies, mm -hmm. children's book, all of those. 
because we need to create representation a, a representation um and so we have the magazine uh we have the tv channel uh, we have so much so so much of this um and, you and know the, <laughs> it's gonna be all revealed March, March 24th. March 24th. Um, as soon as I get my sponsor and my venue and everything yes. put together, um, we, we're going to tell you guys. I guess I you would have to invite me again. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna, I, I look forward to attending and then we'll come and we'll talk about everything uh, yeah, again, we again. Yes. Again. So I'm very excited. Um, it is challenging. So yeah, we have to rise. We have to rise. We have to start healing those wounds so that we finally understand that we are unstoppable, that we are powerful, that we are strong. And listen, the, when I saw you at that conference on that stage in front of all these people, we, we had a lot of people, I was so proud. Oh, like you. I felt like in that moment when I see my clients rise like that, um, that was it, right? It's it's like you know if I die tomorrow, which I hope not, boom. <laughs> like I'm good because whatever I did impacted someone, and now that someone like me, we working together have changed the way you see things yeah. and now you can share with hundreds and thousands of women and people and that's the domino effect yes and i'm here to empower yeah. more women and so uh, now i'm giving you a challenge i'm challenging you yes because you have so much also to teach oh, right boy, yes. so i want to see you more on those stages yes i want to see you more um you know advocating and for women in, in order, you know, to empower them. Absolutely. And you can do that through your story, through your book. Yes, right? That's right. Through, because through, that book is coming. It is coming. And I could I can I can see it already, but I can see it. <laughs> we can see, see it. it. Uh, oh but that's God. the idea. The idea is that we need to start collaborating and stop the competition. Yeah. And the cattiness Definitely. and the pittiness and all that stuff. Because together we're stronger. Together we are stronger. Together se puede. So thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. I Anything can't wait. for you. <laughs> I love thank you. Thank you, my love. <laughs> <laughs>